You're listening to Dairy Voice, a podcast exclusively for the dairy industry. One of our sponsors of the Dairy Voice podcast is National DHIA. NDHIA ensures information accuracy and represents their members' interests. They are the direct voice for the dairy information industry. To find out more, go to dhia.org. We're speaking with Eve Paulette. She's the DMI's Senior Vice President of Strategic Intelligence, talking about some very exciting innovations in terms of the intersection of food and health, and particularly dairy and health. Uh, Eve, welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. And in Reno with you. Indeed. Uh, Well, give us us kind of your elevator story for what you're seeing, what you're doing, what your work involves. Mm -hmm. Uh, It really has been very exciting to hear about it, and I think there's a lot of opportunity. Yeah. So we are examining at DMI the future forces that will have, you know, an impact on dairy, really for better or for worse. And one of those forces is the future of health and wellness as it relates to the digitization of basically healthcare and nutrition information. And so we think that that presents a huge opportunity for dairy because of some of the things that we're seeing. So right now we're seeing the nutrigenomics market take off, which is essentially when you take tests that tell you what to eat based on your DNA, we're seeing new health kits taking off that measure your gut microbiome, the bacteria in your gut, and Uh, have recommendations on what you should eat. And so we know that dairy foods are the most nutritious foods on the planet and different forms of dairy have different incredible health benefits for the body. So what we're exploring is the impact of digital transformation, digital healthcare information, diagnostic kits, the trackers that people are wearing that tell them how many steps they take to how much sleep they got last night. And we're asking ourselves, how can dairy be part of the future diets and health and wellness routines of the future? And we think that there are a number of ways that dairy can do that, but we're really exploring, you know, and asking ourselves, dairy is the most nutritious product on earth in all of its different forms that provide so many different health benefits. How can we study the different components in dairy and understand um, how we can more precisely map the components that are in dairy to health benefits and outcomes that consumers are looking for, um, that's number one. And then number two is, if we know that consumers in the future are going to be taking all of these different kinds of healthcare tests and using all of these different kind of diagnostic kits, how can we make sure that dairy is not only in a recommendation as to what to eat or how to be part of a healthy life and lifestyle routine, but how can we take a look at different dairy foods and formulations and how they can serve more precise needs for consumers? When your goal is to help animals reach their full potential, health matters. Diamond V offers a fresh perspective on animal health, a perspective that supports gut health, strengthens immunity, and ultimately enhances performance. For those who choose to invest in keeping healthy animals healthy, feeding Diamond V makes a statement about another dimension of profit, where margins are measured by confidence in your future. To get a fresh perspective, visit DiamondV.com, because animal health deserves a healthier approach. 
Tell us a little bit about the work that you did before you joined DMI. You have mm -hmm. just shared that with me earlier today. Yeah. And I think the study of trends and, and uh, the digitization of all that information mm -hmm. really led to your connections with DMI yeah. and your current position. But, yeah. but let people know a little bit about what is this sort of trend analysis and what does that mean? Yeah, so for my career I've been tracking trends and taking a look at not only trends within specific industries that you know I've consulted with, but trends across the horizontal or across culture. And so what are the, you know, so my background is looking at the mega trends that impact 1 billion plus people globally and the macro trends that could impact somewhere from 50 million to 500 million people, either domestically or globally, and really tracked their impact on culture, consumers, and really how they drive the future of a category. So my work is very much focused on the future of and some of the forces that could have a disruptive impact on dairy for better or for worse. So um, when you do track those trends across culture and the horizontal, you can see different categories blending together very clearly and you can see those trends impact different categories very clearly. And so right now you're seeing, you know, the impact of consumers being more interested in food as medicine um, and r them relating that not only to, you know, of course, the foods that they eat, but also, you know, their beauty and personal care routines. They believe that if you eat certain foods, you can have better skin. And so that's a really, that presents a really interesting opportunity for, you know, the food and beverage category, but also will shape, you know, the future of other categories that have to do with food and beverage, you know, like personal care or beauty or other, you know, categories that once you would never think that, you know, beauty and dairy would be mentioned in the same sentence, but now are, you know, because of these new trends and disruptive forces will be. Well, some of us of my age uh, recall the days of the milk bath, so I guess yep. we're getting a little bit beyond that. <laughs> Absolutely, <clears throat> yes. Uh, one last uh, question for you here is, as you uh, have worked with DMI and on your in your staff position at DMI, you've been involved in the preparation of this uh, 2030 yes. plan, which has drawn in uh, futurists and others mm -hmm. from across the industry. Just give us a little uh, flavor for what that what that entails. Yeah, absolutely. So what we've done is say we've seen a lot of trends impact dairy for better or for worse, and so those trends impact our short-term strategy, but also our mid-term and long-term strategy, and, and as they should. And so DMI traditionally has focused 85% of our resources on what's going on now. Um, about 10% of our resources on what's going on next, the next three to five, and only 5% of our resources on, on what's going on you know, in the next 10 years. But we've felt that um, technological disruption and change and rapid acceleration, new plant-based and lab-grown entrants that we never would have thought you know, lab-grown would be in a consideration set as a competitor 10 years ago. Um, when you see the trust shifts that are happening, consumers trusting CEOs over government, um, consumers demanding, especially younger consumers, that corporations prioritize purpose over profit, you start to see that there are these massive shifts that we cannot just look at in silos and we cannot just say, you know, this isn't going to have an impact on us, you know, for another 10 years, why not look at it? 
Um, we always say the future is here, it's just not evenly distributed. And there are some things that are going to come at us much faster than we think. And so I think the industry and, you know, our industry leaders have been asking ourselves for years and, you know, what, you know, what can we do to make sure dairy is in a leadership position? But I think in, industry leadership felt there are so many different forces and so many different trends. Let's put all of these forces and trends and opportunities and issues under one umbrella and initiative um, and really say what should our long-term strategy be and what should we really do to make sure that we are building a preferred future for dairy and for dairy farmers and their families. So, you know, this is probably one of the, I have not seen another initiative as unique as this in industry or outside of industry where you've gotten everyone from across the value chain, 70 plus stakeholders from farmers to processors, industry CEOs, um, marketing executives, scientists um, together under one roof examining those trends together having multiple discussions and unpacking them and saying, this is what we should do long term, but also asking, are we set up if, if this is a more disruptive force in the short terms to succeed? And it was, you know, really interesting because COVID happened before we really started to finalize what our long term strategy focus areas should be. And it really showed us, I mean, some of the things that we were talking about, e-commerce, you know, ordering your groceries online. Why would I have my milk delivered to my door? I want to go to this grocery store and pick it up. Um, we saw those trends massively accelerate during this time as the world just really transitioned to more of a digital format because it was forced. And so when you, when you look at long-term trends and the impact and when you have a long-term initiative and when something in the short term happens like that you see the value of not thinking oh that's not going to affect us then it's if it affected us and impacted us in the next couple years are we set up to succeed and lead and so that's really the value that this initiative has brought in and will bring industry to, to get us to say not be complacent, to innovate, and, and innovate and really think about this now so we can be leaders instead of, you know, being on the defense, you know? So it's a unique opportunity, a unique moment in culture and a unique time, especially again, um, as we see new competitors that are trying to replicate us come into market in a new way. Well, Eve, it's a fascinating topic and we appreciate you sharing it. Uh, and we'll look forward to other conversations with you. We're speaking today with Eve Paulette, who's the uh, DMI Senior Vice President of Strategic Intelligence. I'm your host for Dairy Business. I'm Joel Hastings.